I'm Professor Neil Feinstein, and this is Conversations with the Creators, sponsored by St. John's Master's Program in Integrated Advertising Communications. Ideas thrive here. Sometimes it seems that everyone is filming themselves in the hopes of getting paid to share their day on social media. But what if the content a person is sharing is life or death? Saren Rothberg realized that her journey through cancer could help others as they navigate their way to a cure. So Saren turned to Julie Landy, an internet marketing expert and brand strategist. What you're about to hear is the behind-the-scenes story of how Julie helped Saren become a renowned patient advocate. So how did you, did Saren seek you out or did you come across each other? How did you meet? So we have a mutual friend. My okay. friend Edna is, is Saren's neighbor. Oh, okay. Yeah. <laughs> and uh, Edna and I have worked together for years. Okay. And we're very good friends. So, um, so Saren said, what happened is she was approached by, um, um, what's that brand of cheese? Laughing Cow. Oh, she was Laughing approached Cow. by Laughing Cow and they had a budget and they gave her what she wasn't used to getting the size of funding. So they gave her like $75,000 to do some content for her and to do a partnership. Mm -hmm. And so with that, she thought, okay, this is an opportunity for me that I have this lump sum and that I'm going to raise that. But she saw that there was a need with her, with her charity, with Comedy mm -hmm. Cures, um, to so comedy cures happened before this comedy cures has been around for like 20 something odd plus okay. years. She okay. started it when she had cancer treatment right. and had her first, yeah, her, had right. her first chemo. Um, so it's been around a long time and, you know, like everyone's gone through different iterations and she being a nonprofit didn't really have a budget and she's also pretty handy herself. So she just got volunteers to help her and, did different things at different points. She has a lot of prevention, professional um, contacts. Her background being in entertainment, um, she she has people that th that's kind of the comedy allure of comedy. And she had a a background in producing um, sh shows. I I don't know. I, I can't remember exactly her exact bio on that, but I know that she knows how to put things together. So she knew how to do certain things, and she leveraged that through Comedy Cures. But my friend, when she received this money from Laughing Cow, um, she decided she wanted to build a new website for Comedy Cures. And her other goal was to um, kind of have a personal brand for herself as an individual, right. kind of separate right. from Comedy Cures, because there were some opportunities that she thought might come up and she just wanted to have options. And she just felt like, I, I think also, she didn't want to make Comedy Cures into all the whole Saren show. Mm -hmm. And she has a lot of things about her as an individual that people like. And there are things like book rights and um, things that have come up that really don't belong in Comedy Cures. Mm -hmm. So from a business standpoint, she knew that there was a need for it. So she put it out there and she she also had been, you know, you know, she's online all the time. So she would be like she found out about certain people who have a course that you can buy that they help you with your personal brand and it's a five-step process and blah 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 so she had found a couple of people like that and um who had packaged up a solution and she thought oh well maybe i'll just do that and that was a, a four to somewhat i don't i don't know what 
they were going to charge her for that. But she had a number of, you know, groups and she just put it out to them, said, give me a proposal. She ultimately chose ours. And, and, um, so, so Edna put me forward. She, I, I had finished wellness amplified. Mm-hmm. I was planning on freelancing and she's like, you're perfect because you know, influencer, you know, marketing, you know how to get all this stuff done. Plus you have this background in healthcare mm-hmm. and it fits exactly with Saren. Mm-hmm. So that's how we ended up. We ended up lowballing the project because we really wanted it. Mm-hmm. And my friend, Kathy, who's a very talented, um, you know, uh, I would say designer, but she's more than that. She's, she was at ECD back in, you know, she had a career and then she very successful, um, advertising career. Mm-hmm. And then she ended up freelancing sort of on her own. And she was doing these website builds for small businesses in our area. Mm-hmm. So we lived in the same town. Mm-hmm. So, but she's also a self cancer, uh, a breast cancer survivor. Mm-hmm. So there was a lot of passion there. So she and I bid it and we bid it low bid it. And then we ended up long story short, getting both of the projects. Mm-hmm. So, um, so where did you start it? What were, you know, what was your process? Uh, we started with a brand book. Oh, okay. Um, so you treated this like a traditional advertising, uh, uh we did project. Okay. We did. And well, branding uh, actually a branding project. Yeah. Well, she has a logo and a look that she wanted to keep the equity in that, but she mm. needed to build more than that because the website just kind of just fed off the logo only. Mm-hmm. And she had a lot of good copy in there. Like she has a lot of good ideas and she's a pretty good writer, I think, mm-hmm. or coming up with ideas that have, you know, where she comes up with some good copy. So we kind of took that and then color palette, found some design elements and Kathy's very fast. She just like whipped up a couple of concepts. So, so Saren hired us to do comedy cures and initially she hired someone else to do her brand website. She had bought all these URLs. So she had Saren.com. She had SarenRothberg.com, like whatever. But anyway, I think she ended up choosing, she ended up, I know, choosing Saren.com. That's where you can find her now. But um, she initially only gave us, well, maybe she gave us the Saren concept first. She gave us, she gave us one and then the, another group started down one path and she didn't like where they were headed and she felt like she, they didn't understand her and we were moving very quickly. And, and you, you know, this cause you know, Neil, you've been in the business a long time when you're experienced and you've been at agencies and you've had clients for like 30 years, like you can move along, like you mm-hmm. kind of get, you know, get it. So she could, Kathy and I are both that way and we both have that same experience. So we moved it along. And so she ultimately just said, just do both. Mm-hmm. So that's what we did. So our process was the yeah. brand book, the two separate brands, the look and the feel of the two separate brands, some branding elements, laid out a homepage with a look and a feel. So talked a lot about that before we went crazy. It was, you know, you just put something down first, try to put some elements together. It might be wrong, but you want to get, you want to communicate sort of, this is the feel we're looking for. So we started with all that like visual and some of her copy lines, things like that. Um, and then we went to a brand architecture or, or, or a website architecture for how the website information, what was important and all that. It's kind mm-hmm. of a painstaking process to be honest, but it often is. Yeah. What way did you define her, differentiate her, you know, make her kind of the voice of client Yeah. Humor therapy. So she explained her background. 
So the other thing we were doing for her was setting her social channels, which needed a makeover in a big way, not only how she was communicating herself, but also how they were set up. So that's another thing. But to your point about like how to take, we could look at her content. She already had out there. She told us who her you know, competitors were. Mm-hmm. And, um, and so one is a hilarity for charity, HFC. And it's, um, of course, now I won't be able to come up with the very famous um, uh, comedian who's behind it, who's so good. And it's very well run charity, HFC. Mm-hmm. They have a lot of programs, things like that. So she she's she started way before these other people. So we had some information there. Also, Fran uh, uh, Dresh, Dresher, the, the nanny. Yeah, she had can she was a, is a cancer survivor too. She is, and she has a charity called Cancer Schmancer. <laughs> yeah, so and that also brings in a little bit of humor. But she just she actually her feel was a little different, but same kind of concept. And then um, uh, Saren would talk a lot about then what her philosophies were. And so from that, we could get her positioning. Well, what what makes you different and 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 what would you do that other people can't do? So we tried some things and like we tried some creating some little videos for social um, jokes. She's like, well, I always have to share some humor. So like just some jokes. She goes, but they have to actually be funny. What were your uh, your initial goals then? Uh, and you know, did they change as you were as you were going through this thing, or you know, what was? Yeah, I think they're consistent. Establish yeah. a brand, a certain look and feel. Yeah. Um, more professional looking. She had a Squarespace site. We created a Wix site, so that platform they're not that different from each other in terms of their capabilities, but the design that Kathy worked on was really phenomenal was one area that um, I think once you move into e-commerce, which is what she tried to do this year. Mm-hmm. And we stayed with Wix because for that was like a, for a different reason. Cause it was like, it's a great um, tool for a minimum viable product. Right. You can kind of get it up quickly, see if it works. And right. then if the functionality you need really needs to be on WordPress, then you know, some the thing is that it's hard to do everything without, I think, maybe it's just level of knowledge. And Kathy, too, she knows way more than me, but uh, without hiring a coder. Because once you yeah. get things coded, you end up into that thing where you can't make any changes without someone. Right. So tell me about that. Move into e-commerce. Like, what is she selling then? Is that her raising money oh, for the charity? Charity, yeah. So she was trying to find a way to um, to monetize. So that was always an issue. And instead, we always asked for donations. So that was part of the initial concept was always like, you know, hey, it, it, there's some angles and we would work those into the messaging. Um, but we'd say things like, well, you know, if you have a loved one, you could donate in in their name mm-hmm. or, you know, what have you. But she, Saren, can push out a lot of content. She knows a lot of ways of helping cancer patients. Mm-hmm. And she has a lot of ideas. So she'll come up with these programs. Like, like the first year we did, she did the uh, laughter summit Mm. and got all these experts in humor to, and the whole purpose of this was one to create some amazing content and get good PR, which in turn leads to donations that those are related. So she tried to create some sort of event and she has done it many times in her career. The laughter summit was all these sessions over four days 
and then comedians come in and, and do a little break and they do a little comedy skit for, you know, two minutes or something in between the idea of that. She did, she did sell, um, sponsors. Some sponsors did pay to be a part of that. Um, laughing cow had a role. They mm -hmm. put in a little bit more. It's the same year, kind of like moving from that big project she did with them, which was all their project that she participated in. It wasn't, didn't start from her, but the laughter summit started from her. So that was our first taste at e-commerce. And we just had simple things like, you know, sign up. I think it was through, um, through a third party tool. We just used, um, whatever that one is that everyone uses event, Eventbrite. Mm -hmm. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. It, and it was subpar, but it, it worked. It worked. So, but the idea was, okay, I'm going to come back to this. This will be a great monetization because there's some people talk about the science of laughter and what it does to your body, the endorphins and the mindset and all that. And then, yeah, the comedians, as I said, and then there's some people who are just talk about the history of, you know, laughter therapy and, you know, all that kind of thing. Um, so that was the beginning of the monetization. Then that from what we were involved in beyond her one-to-one -one asking for donations and things that we put in the website, just blurbs here, you know, oh, donate, donate, donate. Mm. Um, so her, she, her next idea was to start a podcast. And part mm. of her reason to start the podcast was because she said, I can't work one-on-one -on -one with all of these patients. And, and she goes, I will, she will literally, there are not many times, but several times. We had something planned, meetings, et cetera, et cetera. And she said, oh, I can't make it the next three days. I'm sitting bedside with a dying patient. And she wow. literally would like hold vigil with that person. I mean, she has like an amazing heart. So we just, everything has to stop, you know, while she took care of this. Mm -hmm. um, so one-to-one, -one, she connects like, like a, an amazing way with these patients. Mm -hmm. So she had to find a way to get out the advice and the thinking that she has and all of her ideas in a way that it could help more people. And she could point to certain like episodes or things like that to say, okay, if, if you are struggling with this, here's five tips, you know, or you, or here's five pieces of content, or you want to hear someone else's journey. Here's these others, you know, and her podcast is a combination of all those things. So she, as part of the podcast, you know, monetizing a podcast is not easy, but that was our challenge. And so earlier this year with the launch of her podcast, like it was a, about seven months ago, something like that. We helped her launch her podcast. Right. Um, and she of course did all the work. We were only trying to get, establish the web presence for it. Mm -hmm. And, um, the idea was to sell memberships and on top of to sell memberships to what? to her to sell memberships she called it a membership circle it was a way to provide content on an ongoing basis beyond what was free in the podcast um more a lot of people really liked she she regularly does zoom calls with groups like support mm. groups or she'll have an expert and then she'll just have now she has a series called this health builder series and she has jackie bryant who's got right. a lot of credentials and jackie bryant provides some of the content. Saren mm -hmm. provides more of the, what she does. And she has these series of things. So she was, the idea was let's package that together into a membership. You pay $5 a month, $10 a month, mm -hmm. or $100 a month if you want to donate or, or X amount per year. And she wanted to launch that at the same time of the podcast because she wanted to build off the excitement at the beginning.
and make it part of it from the beginning. So ultimately, um, what are the KPIs of your success? You know, how do you know that this is working and how does she know that this is working? Um, I think uh, that's a good question. I think that, um, well, I didn't, from the beginning, establishing her social media platform, you know, her social um, channels, getting them kind of structurally where they needed to be, and then getting the um, her voice and her brand kind of set up was a bit of a longer process. It's been since 20, it's probably been two, three, two and a half years, something like that. We've been working together. So when and you I've started seen, in 2021? Yeah, January 2021. And um, it, it, Kathy and I weren't really a good long-term solution for social. So we were referring her to people that we knew mm-hmm. who could take it on. We tr- went through quite a few people mm-hmm. before um, we found one that made sense. And then ultimately she ended up getting the feel for it and then got a, like hired someone that was uh, much more affordable mm-hmm. and has them managing it. It's a perfect way to go. Right. Working out great. Yeah, just have but, that. That's an intern. You can do that internally. Anyway, so you asked about KPIs. The reason I brought that up is that was always one, her following. Um, she gets more engagement now than she used to, which is difficult. It's a much more difficult period now than it was even two years ago to get engagement in social. So that's definitely a KPI. Do you, uh, wait, let me just follow up on that. Do you find that it's, a, I, I don't know if you've done this analysis. If, is it a consistent following or uh, on social or do you find that it kind of, it, it's, a, it's an ever-changing following? Um, a little bit of both. Okay. Um, so whenever she does a, you know, so she's, she also does research projects. Right. She'll put out a press release and say, I'm doing this research project. And it's always um, for patients and giving them content that is therapeutic humor mm-hmm. and guidance. Right. So a lot of times the people who, who are part of that, she'll, she'll say, she'll, she'll tell them, like, follow me on social. You know, she'll say, check out our Instagram and Facebook. And they do. So they're engaged right. with her. Right. Or they're part of these healthy builder sessions, which are once a month now that anyone can sign up for. They're free. And um, see, there's so much free content. See, I would charge for these things. Yeah. But she does ask for donations. It's just it's just part of part of the charity and part of what she who she well, is. I mean, ten, you tend to be get donation. I would assume I, I, from my experience, you get donations from people who are who are closer to the cha- the charity, you know, maybe yeah. they know somebody who's got cancer, who's died of cancer, who's yeah. cured of cancer. So that, you know, those, any, those are the people. Yeah. So if you look at measures, donations, I don't know if that really changed that much. I think we were hoping that it would really spike mm-hmm. throughout this entire process. We mm-hmm. thought that will naturally happen mm-hmm. because people see value in the content and support the charity. And to some extent, yes, but she's still, and I don't, I'm not an expert in fundraising. I'm not at all. But mm-hmm. I think what she found is she's still, it's still her. She still has to go out mm-hmm. and ask um, and find, you know, she has to take that on separately. Um, so that's KPI. File engagement, I'd say social. It was some consistent because some are the comedians and they, right. she promotes the comedians. She puts up 
you know, of graphic and it has a certain joke on it, or she might put up a video or she might put up, you know, for a certain, um, uh, comedian and then she'll share them so that she tags them and she's got a, she's got a decent following. So they appreciate that they share each other. I would say one thing, her engagement initially, she had a large following, but not a lot of engagement. And I think now what you would see is her following has increased some, but the engagement has really increased. That's great. That's yeah. really probably more important quality, not quantity. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, what about the podcast? Are you measuring, are you measuring the growth there too? So I'm not that we're not that I'm not that involved in her podcast. Okay. She has a she hired hired someone to do that, which is the way to do it. I, mm -hmm. I think we're not experts in podcasts, but um, she I know she has a her following is growing. Podcast is called Beating Cancer Daily, and it's a daily, obviously, and um, it's intent it was intended to be five minutes to ten minutes long. Oh, each that's day. great! Yeah, but she some yeah. of them are a half hour if she'll take the natural flow of it. So if it's naturally end up going to be, it's not going to cut it short. So she has sometimes stopped it and then she'll go part two next day, yeah. you know, that kind yeah. of thing. Yeah. Uh, yeah. So that's happening, but she seems to know that she gets a lot of listeners all the way through. She also has said that she's, she knows it's reached a lot of countries, uh -huh. which also happens every time she does anything, she puts out a press release and the take rate on the press release and the amount of people and the reach is huge. But yeah. um, I think her, her main KPI is that she wanted to see when we began work with her was donations. She was hoping that she would get more donations. Yeah. That may be easier. And, and also what, oh, so KPI donations, engagement on social. Right. Her size of her audience, however it's measured. Her web traffic has gone up, but hmm. it's, it, it, it. It um, spikes when she does things, you know, I guess that's intuitive. Um, and I was going to say another thing. Uh, oh, people just people who come back to her and they give her qualitative comments. Yeah. People she respects. Um, that has happened. And and she because she does know a lot of people that are pretty high places within business and marketing and, mm -hmm. and they compliment her on how they say, they say, you look like a big brand. You now look like a big brand. Mm -hmm. That can be a plus and a minus in a way you look like a big brand and people mm -hmm. are like, Oh, she gets plenty of money. She doesn't need it from us. Right. You know, yeah. She's a big charity. Well, she's right. not, she's like three people, you know, or, you know, so that can be a plus yeah. and a minus. I get that. That we've had, yeah, we've all worked with the not-for-profit. Don't make your advertising look too fancy. Not too good. Right. Exactly. <laughs> yeah. All right. Web traffic too. I love the last question. What do you consider the most rewarding or impactful aspect of the work you've done with Saren? Um, the most rewarding is when I've so. Anytime I'm on a Zoom call with her with patients, like when she's yeah. doing one of these sessions, whether it's the laughter summit yeah. or one of her research sessions or whatever, you really see how it helps, how what she does helps people. Yeah. Thank you. No problem. Awesome. This has been Conversations with the Creators, sponsored by St. John's Master's Program in Integrated Advertising Communications. Thanks to all our guests. My colleagues, Professor Audrey Siegel Mavora, Kevin James, Christine Munk, and our producer, Miriam Prever. Keep on ideating.